Today we're here live. Well, I guess it's not so live, but from uh, the uh, the secret Calit compound, the undisclosed secure location. So, uh, so yeah, we've been off the air for a little while due to uh, some interesting events. So, um, but but we're here now, and uh, Mr. Calit's with us. So, uh, why don't you uh, say hi? The rumors of my demise are a little exaggerated. <laughs> but it was uh, close, I guess, right? It was. It was. Uh, first of all, sorry, everybody. I I disappeared. Uh, I had a, a sudden life-threatening situation come up that uh, caused me to end up in emergency surgery and 33 days in the hospital. and uh, Twice. I, emergency surgery twice, right? Yeah, yeah, two times. Uh for some um, some issues with uh, basically uh, bowel blockage and and perforations and you know septic shock and a whole bunch of nasty stuff that I won't bore you with, but uh, it's pretty crazy. Came out of nowhere and kicked my butt, but uh, I'm doing better now. But it was a you know it's it's it was a long time in the hospital and a long time to to get to a point where I'm strong enough to even kind of. Do a little bit of this. Yeah, good. So it's uh, it's good to good to hear from you and good to talk to you. Um, is it true that uh, they replaced all the insides with like PVC plumbing? Uh, uh, the new uh, PEX stuff. That's a little better. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's you a know, little they, lighter. They took out the old clay pipes. Got it. And uh, upgraded while they were in there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you, um, going from being pretty healthy and good to go to completely invalid overnight has uh, certainly opened my eyes to uh, what a lot of people go through and what a lot of how fragile life can be. But the good news is I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, I, I, I survived and, and everything's on the up and up and I'm healing. I'm, I'm not back to work yet. I'm not really close to a hundred percent, but I'm, I'm healing. And uh, hopefully, I can do more on the show very soon. Yeah, so you're you're, you're pretty much laid up uh, full time. I, I assume that you're just you're plotting, you know, your your takeover of the world now, right? That's that's what you're doing. Well, plotting would indicate that I haven't already started. Okay, so the plans are already in place. You I know, just... idle hands, man. You get a lot yeah, of... yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in all seriousness. Um, you know, this what happened over two months ago now. Uh, but for a good chunk of that, you'd be surprised how out of it you are, where you really can't do much. So I'm just now getting to a point where, like, my brain is clear and I have enough energy to actually, you know, read books and do more than just stare blankly at a TV screen. Um so yeah, it's it's 
it's it's been a weird like loss of like you know two months um so yeah no my my world takeover plans have been a little delayed but we'll continue we'll get back on track yeah that's good to hear so so what have i missed what have you been doing oh my goodness um you know, just lots of work stuff. There's been, uh, you know, since since you, um, you know, since you 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 took ill, I guess as we'll say it. <laughs> sure. Um, you know, there's there's not been, I guess, a whole lot going on. Well, except for some incredible drama in the in the infosec world. Wait, there's, what? I, I know it's crazy. No, it's a crazy talk. Um, let's see. Who there, there's been a couple, few companies hacked. No, uh, the GDPR turned one year old, and the Earth is still spinning. Uh, let's see what else has has happened. Um, hmm. Intel continues to impress. Uh, Cisco continues to uh, include hard coded credentials in their in their software. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it's kind of like you could probably listen to this at any particular time and it would still be it's timeless man still be accurate <laughs> timeless wisdom so how are you, are you feeling better i'm better i'm not 100 percent um i'm still working on some issues i still have another surgery ahead of me uh anywhere from three to six months from now we're not sure exactly when uh because right now kind of Without getting into a lot of detail, uh, my innards aren't routed normally right now, but they're healing, so we'll get them rerouted properly at some point in the future. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm much better. I didn't plan for this to be my summer, obviously. So, uh, and you could probably hear my voice is still pretty weak, and and uh, I get tired pretty quick, but I'm okay. Yeah, you sound a lot better. I, I, I think um, I visited you about, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, and um, you, you sound and look a lot better already. So, And I will say that, you know, as word got out to to a lot of our fans, uh, the outpouring of support I got over Twitter was absolutely phenomenal and just humbling and so inspiring. And I really, really thank everybody who took the time to send a note and well wishes. Uh, and it really meant a lot as I was, you know, in the hospital for a month with not a whole lot to do. It, it really, I didn't have a lot of energy to respond. I didn't have a lot of energy to be coherent in, in, in being active and interacting, but I read everyone and, and they all meant something. So for those who did, thank you. Thank you very much. Excellent. So like you said, we're going to, we're going to, try and experiment, I guess, in the, in the coming weekends and, and see if we can start getting back on, on track again. Well, I can't lose my spot, man. I can only slack for so long before you start right, right. I mean, you know, yeah. inviting other people to just I'm Taking full me. advantage of the fact that you're not getting out of the house by, I mean, you would see the, all the billboards. Look, you, know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean my, my secure compound? Yeah, <laughs> looking for a, you know, a, a replacement co-host, right? No, uh, seriously though, it's it's great. It's great that you're um, on the mend, and I, I know you got a long road ahead of you. But you know, we're all we're all cheering for you. Thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping six months from now I'll be 100. They they say 
I should be able to do a full recovery and I'll be always missing some parts and I probably won't overwork exactly the same, but I'm alive. And, you know, to be honest with you, when all this went down, I probably was a couple hours away from not being. So it was close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're happy it worked out the way. Well, I mean, we wish it wouldn't have worked out that way, but we're happy that you're still here. So it's, I'm trying to come up with, you know, a lot of people are like, well, when you go through something like that, what is, you know, what do you learn? What do you, I mean, the the, the best lesson I've learned is humbleness and, and, and how fragile life can be and how quick it can change. Um, and not to take things for granted, that's for sure. But, you know, life goes on, thankfully. And I had some great doctors and a great medical team. And um, fortunately, you know, uh, good a good job that's been really understanding and uh, good insurance, which not everybody has. Uh, so, you know, I, I was in a, a fortunate spot for this to happen, if it had to happen. Um, and now it's just a matter of kind of putting, putting things back together and getting strong again. Yes, indeed. So, um, so have you, have you done any, any, uh, reading, you know, the, the, the Verizon DBIR? Wow. I can't even say that right anymore. (laughs) You know, I, I haven't, I should, I, I'm just now kind of back to the point where I think I can focus enough on it. So I probably should start catching up again and. Yeah, following all my RSS feeds and getting all my new stuff back going again. Uh, so yeah, I'll try. Uh, you can read all about how uh, you know the, the well. You know there was a uh, there was the, just to kind of talk shop for a little bit, right? There was a there was a, an interesting um, couple of things happened back almost back to back. Intel released or announced their vulnerability. Um, well. It was, it was a, a coordinated disclosure, right, of of the zombie load and um, associated vulnerabilities, which are you know similar similar in nature, but not exactly the same to Meltdown Inspector. Um, I think the good news is that a lot of the cloud companies where this was most you know prominently going to be a problem seem like they've um, they've kind of caught a stride in terms of being able to handle this. And and you know address it quickly, but kind of close on the heels of that was the Blue Keep vulnerability, which was um, uh, you know affected RDP on older versions of Windows, and the expectation was and still is that there may be a worm yet to come. So you know it's it's um, you, people still have problems patching, I guess. And, yeah, well, it's funny. I remember when the first sort of firmware issues, uh, you know, hard-coded vulnerabilities started showing up in the in the chips and the chipsets, you know, we we had talked about on the show and you had predicted that there's likely to be more as more people started looking at that class of vulnerability and sure enough. And, you know, ditto with more and more worms showing up. Um, and, you know, one thing I have been following is this big debate about the ransomware attack in the city of Baltimore and whether or not, you know, it was the NSA tools or not and how they were spreading. And now it turns out that there might've been multiple actors or multiple methodologies and, you know, it's never simple. Yeah. Uh, Yep. 
And, you know, here's the thing too, it's, is once somebody gets a foothold with one particular technique, there's, there's no reason they have to use the same technique to spread laterally. Usually it's easier once you got a foothold to use, you know, older techniques that are very effective once you're inside. So I don't know. Yeah. The thing that this long concerned me and, and we saw it with, um, with, uh, uh, not pet. Yeah. Right. The, the tactics, I mean, not pet. Yeah. A lot of people still seem to think that not pet yet propagated using the eternal blue vulnerability, but you know, it, it certainly had that capability, but that's not the major way that it propagated. It propagated through bad, um, you know, bad active directory and, and windows credential configurations and, and, and whatnot. Um, which is which is a, a a very common tactic used by a lot of adversaries and also a lot of you know pen testers, and you know it it, it occurs to me that we have a I think that, well I should say the adversaries have a lot of fertile ground for automating kind of scripting out what would otherwise be manual type attacks and. Um, you know, and, and, and from the outside, these look like they're super sophisticated. And the only thing that's really sophisticated is it's not, you know, it's not a person at a keyboard trying to, you know, do, do each individual step on each individual system one at a time. It's something that can be uh, scripted out. So, I, you know, I think we, um, I think Team Blue has some challenges ahead of us. Yeah, and, you know, I think maybe... The bad guys thought that if they did it manually, they could be better at evasion or staying quiet. But we're finding even scripted and even automated, they're not tripping many alarms. So, you know, why why stay quiet? Yeah, exactly. Um, why make your life more difficult? And you well, know, also if you're if you're um, you know if your your intention is a ransomware attack, like you you know, you kind of like. Uh, it's almost like epidemiology, you know. There's a there's kind of a sweet spot of of uh, virus propagation where you know they you can't you can't um, kill too fast and you can't kill too slow. You know, there's there's kind of a an optimal window, and I and so I suspect the same type of thing is is true in the world of ransomware. But it's going to be a lot faster than we're you know than we're probably comfortable with. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, their motive, their incentive is to get as many systems infected as fast as possible, and um, you know, the automation is the way to go. And I, I, I mentioned this on a show that I recorded on my own a, a couple of weeks ago. That um, I, I, you, we, I forget the specific case right now, um, but we're we are starting to see adversarial tech. Uh, adversaries wow having trouble today um using it automation like so the automation tools that it departments are setting up are being compromised and used against us and that one of the challenges is a lot of times especially in the world of like devops you know these tools are viewed as you know kind of labish you know they're, they're in a lab and so they're not quote production and well the one thing we know about labs is you know they get patched less aggressively and you know they don't run antivirus and you don't change password you know all the 
that the hygiene isn't as good and you know but it's it's arguably becoming one of the systems that is you know are, are probably the the most sensitive and need the most protection and and that's not how it's happening yeah because they've also got direct access to so many other boxes with root or sysadmin level privileges all right well anyhow thank you for uh for spending some time today and we should be back hopefully on a normal a more normal schedule uh, pretty soon so keep getting better and we'll talk again soon thanks man and uh Thanks for visiting the secure, undisclosed location. Absolutely. All right. Take care. (laughs) And for everybody out there, uh, thanks again for all your support, and hopefully we'll talk a lot more often. See ya. Bye.